you accept the unhappiness. And the weird thing with unhappiness is, when you completely accept the unhappiness, it cannot survive very long. <laughs> it doesn't like, it cannot actually coexist with acceptance. That's Eckhart Tolle. And this is the Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Friday. Thank you so much for vibing with me today as we close out this week's clips with spiritual teacher and multiple time New York Times bestselling author Eckhart Tolle. And today, he convinces us to accept our unhappiness or as Buddhists call it, suffering, by doing something very, very simple, but oftentimes is very difficult to do, and that is to be present. Here's Eckhart Tolle. Enjoy. Be grateful for whatever your experience of this moment is, and if you cannot be grateful at least allow it to be because it already is. You might as well. Now, if you did this little thing, it sounds very little and it is very little, allowing your experience of this moment to be the way it is, just this little thing would remove well, it's hard to put it in percentage terms, let's say 95% of the suffering from your life. I don't know about the rest, the 5%, we'll get to that sometime. That would already remove a gigantic chunk of unhappiness uh, in whatever form. <coughs> unhappiness is the most generic term one could use. The Buddha called it suffering. And so for the next six months, then uh, that obviously is one of the practices uh, not to internally resist your experience of this moment. Now, of course, many times, possibly you'll forget that, And that's fine. The moment you realize that you forgot it, it's there again. And then you can accept the experience of this moment as the unhappiness that is arising in you because you forgot to accept your experience of this moment. And so you feel this unhappiness arising in you and you say, where does that come from? Oh, I forgot to accept my experience of this moment. And then, see, 
you accept the unhappiness. And the weird thing with unhappiness is, when you completely accept the unhappiness, it cannot survive very long. <laughs> it doesn't like, it cannot actually coexist with acceptance. <laughs> so the weird thing then arises that you say something like, okay, I'm unhappy, that's okay, I don't mind being unhappy. And then the unhappiness goes, what's going on? <laughs> that's not supposed to happen. <laughs> the, uh, cannot, the unhappiness cannot survive for very long with the acceptance even the acceptance of unhappiness, not indulging in unhappiness, but the acceptance, not the acceptance of unhappiness, it presupposes that there's an awareness there that knows that you're unhappy. Now that might so sound like something <laughs> very natural, but it isn't, because the most unhappy people, and there are still millions, and of course they have reasons for being unhappy, yes. The, and it's not necessarily the people who you'd think would have the, the most powerful reasons for being unhappy. It's often those who you would think, well, they, they, there are many millions who have it worse than they, but these are more unhappy than those. It's often the case. So the unhappiness is something that when it's recognized as unhappiness and accepted, something happens to it, it begins to dissolve. But the really unhappy people are so identified with the unhappiness, which is a combination of certain recurring thoughts in your head, a certain narrative that is not pleasant, whether it is about my life, whether the narrative says my life or dreadful thing, my life. Why did it all go so wrong, so wrong, wrong? And now that's it, it's nothing I can do. I'm. Or, or whether the narrative is about somebody else. You know what he did, what she said and did, and what you, and the, my, the narrative may be about something that hasn't happened yet, and it goes on and on. Or something that happened in the distant past, or not so distant past. There, so there's a narrative, and then there are emotions that are a reflection of the narrative. The narrative is thoughts certain types of thoughts, certain thoughts that have a certain frequency. And, and then that awakens the emotional frequency because the body thinks the narrative in your mind is reality, that is the reality that you're experiencing. So you, the body reacts with an emotion. Simple, ex, simple example at night, you can't sleep because you're extremely worried about what's going to happen to you or somebody close to you or even the world. And it all sounds very critical. 
there's a crisis in your head. Not outside, outside your head there's a pillow and there's a, a blanket or, or even something big and fluffy and soft, uh, down, duvet, and there's no unhappiness there. And if you look around the bedroom also, where's the unhappiness? It, the plant is okay, it's not unhappy. No, it's all happening in here. And then the body says that is your, the critical reality that you inhabit. You are, there is a crisis in your life. The body doesn't know the difference between what's actually happening and what's happening in your head. What's happening in your head is taken to be the, the absolute reality. And then you experience the emotion that goes with those, that kind of narrative. And so there's no awareness. And when you're trapped in that, you don't even really know that you're unhappy because you are the unhappiness. The unhappiness has become your identity. So when you become the unhappiness, you don't even know that you are, or suffer, let's use the Buddhist term, suffering. When you are in this deep suffering, you don't even know you're suffering because the suffering is a gigantic, huge chunk part of your sense of self. You are a suffering entity. And as all therapists know that once the patient or the client or whatever they call the people that come to them according to their school, the, they reach a point where there's a possibility of going beyond the deep-seated patterns, unconscious patterns, and then there's a huge resistance very often because the person is afraid of losing a very important uh, piece of their identity, and sometimes it's the most important part of their identity. If they have lived with an unhappy sense of self for years and perhaps even decades, they don't want to let go, and again, they don't know that consciously. They, they never say, I do not want to let go. But if they could say that, then they, that means there's already some awareness. So, lack of awareness, lack of presence, that is the unawakened state that still, unfortunately, millions of humans are trapped in that. But the moment you know, you recognize your inner state, that, that means there is an awareness, which is, is a di there is another dimension of consciousness that has emerged in you, through you. A deeper dimension of consciousness that is not the conditioned thinking. So we can call it awareness, we can call it presence, we can call it the unconditioned consciousness. And then the beginning of freedom, right, the possibility of freedom arises. And it's from there that you recognize your inner states as they arise. From there that you recognize your unhappiness, you can say, oh, you can, like, you can feel the unhappiness. But the moment you become aware of suffering or unhappiness in you, you're no longer feeding it with your thoughts. As long as you're not aware, you're feeding it as a vicious circle, you're feeding it with your thoughts, with your narrative. 
and you're trapped in the vicious circle. Your narrative creates more unhappiness, the unhappiness creates more thought, and you're trapped in that. So for the next six months, and, and hopefully beyond, because it's a much more pleasant way to live, uh, you make it your practice to be aware of your inner states and meaning. No matter what situation arises in your life, whether it's little things, big things, difficult situations, difficult people, challenges, problems, because the next six months are not going to be free of challenges and problems. So whatever it is, realize that the primary factor in any situation is your inner state, because that determines how you respond. Big thanks to Eckhart Tolle for stopping by. If you'd like to watch today's entire talk, you can go to YouTube and type in Accepting Your Unhappiness to Be Happy, Eckhart Tolle. And if you'd like to connect with him and his work, you can go to his website, his Instagram, his YouTube, all are Eckhart Tolle. And his latest book is entitled A New Earth, Awakening to Your Life's Purpose. And if you'd like to hear more talks with him, you can go to our previous episodes section, which is located in the show description below. And there'll be a list of all the past episodes that he's been featured on the show. All right. Don't forget to follow the show, share it or leave a rating on your favorite podcast player app and follow me on Instagram at Depression Detox Show to see inspirational reels two times a day, seven days a week. All right. That is a wrap for me. I appreciate you. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. I hope you have an, an amazing weekend and I look forward to seeing you back here Monday. So, until then, stay strong. Later.